Hello and welcome to this edition of Bumfrey's Occult. After knocking out six episodes in record time, including an introduction off the top of my bounce, it was time for Bunny and I to have a well-deserved holiday for the end of the season. Budgets being a little constrained, as the occult business wasn't bringing in that much cash, gotta be honest, Governor, we decided to repair to a caravan in Anglesey, a Welsh island with a well-deserved druidic reputation. There were a number of stone circles in which I was interested to visit with my occult machinations and marginalia proclivities. Thankfully, an old pal of mine from my music days, Welsh Hugh, the druid, had a little caravan on the island. We pulled up in the Toyota and were greeted by Hugh, who was resplendent in full Eisteddfod robes, trailing beard, staff, etc., etc. Fill in the visual cliches as you go along. Oh, good morning, Bumphrey, said Hugh in his <laughs> lilting Welsh burr. Great to see you, boyo. Yes, marvellous to see you again, Hugh. Thanks for the loan of the caravan. We settled in. It was very small, and the weather was bloody awful. Howling a gale, we felt that the caravan would come free of its fetters and be thrown into the fucking sea. Such is the fate of the British holiday maker. There was nothing to do but to wrap up like an Eskimo, brave the elements, and go and have a look at one of the most interesting stone circles in the locale, Brin Kelidu, which is a chambered tomb with openings and stones and all kinds of mystic properties. As we pulled up in the Toyota, I had a stern word with Bunny. Now, Bunny, no fucking off like last time with the slug. Oh, I'm sorry, Bunfrey. I rather uh, lost my mettle in that battle situation. Well, it's all very well putting it in such highfalutin language, but no fucking off when the shit hits the fan, my man. Point taken, Bunfrey. Oh, I'll try and stay steady this time. Well, we're only on holiday. It's unlikely that some huge occult entity is going to come and try and fuck our shit up as we carry on. We'll never know, Bumfrey. That's true. Fingers crossed. We exited the Toyota, which, rather like this season of Bumfrey's occult, was on its last legs. Slogged across some fucking awful muddy fields in the pelting rain and arrived at Stone Circle forward slash chambered tomb and had a good look round. There was nothing to do but proceed with the usual bumfrey antics when greeted with a stone circle, which was to disrobe, get nudinudi mcnudnud, and do a run round the stone circle and roll over the tomb while singing my chanting song of mysticism. 
which goes like this. I'm Jeffrey Bonfrey, I'm dancing in the nod. I'm Jeffrey Bonfrey, I'm dancing in the nod. My ball's bouncing around, my winkle is dancing too. I'm Jeffrey Bonfrey, I'm dancing in the nod. Etc. Anyway, this was done. Pretty cold, clothes back on, and proceeded to analyze the inside of the tomb in more detail. No sooner were we inside than we noted a number of occult symbols and paraphernalia. There's been shitty work afoot here, Bunny. Oh, yes, I think we're right. There was all kinds of pentagrams and five-pointed stars and strange language. Ooh, I couldn't interpret it. But, being an experienced practitioner of the dark arts, I knew what we were dealing with. Elves. Oh dear, not elves. Rather bizarrely, the elves in this part of North Wales had a great affinity with former American entertainer, Elvis Presley. They called themselves the Elvis Elvish Elvis Presley Fan Club of Elves of North Wales and Anglesey or the Creepy Elvish Bastards for short. In a flash, Numerous of the pointy-eared types had appeared around us. We were surrounded. They spoke in unison, in a creepy fashion. Oh, Bunfree, we've got you now. You'll never get away from us. We pointy-eared types are going to flay the skin off your body and wear it as a hat. I, Kukongli, the leader of the Welves, Welsh elves, with a W at the front, I'm going to take your ball sack skin <laughs> and make a hat for my stoat, Michael. Michael? It's a strange name for a stoat. Well, that's his name, and I'm going to make a hat out of your ball sack skin for Michael the stoat. Well, I'm not looking forward to that. I've got to be honest. There's nothing you can do about it. We elves are unstoppable in our mystic environment. <laughs> At this juncture, Bunny punched one of the elves in the face and took flight, just like last time, with a bloody slug. Sorry, Bunfrey, <laughs> I can't handle it. Bloody elves, flaying my bollocks off. It's not for me. Ooh. And he was gone. Shit off a shovel. Clean pair of heels. Could have played on the wing. In the first fifteen, I shouldn't wonder if he wasn't such a bloody coward. We've got you now, Bunfrey. We will affix you to the holy stone and begin to flay off your skin. My seamstress, Gwyneth, will fashion your ballsack skin into a beautiful bonnet for my weasel. No, Stoat. Thank you, Stoat, yes. Michael, 
and you will be kept alive with arcane drugs and feel exquisite pain throughout the whole process. You really thought this out, haven't you? Yes, we've been looking forward to it. We knew you were coming on holiday. Who the druid told us? You, traitorous swine. Yes, Manfri, I've always been jealous of your occult skills. And now, via the elves, or wells, Welsh elves, I will have my revenge. Yes, we're going to enjoy this tremendously, flaying off all of your skins and making little hats and gloves and other items of clothing. Socks? Yes, well, maybe small socks for baby elves. Well, I suppose there's some comfort in that. Warming a little elf's foot. No, no, it's actually a bad thing. I could hear the knives sharpening. The various equipment was laid out on a horrible operating table. I summoned all my occult knowledge and powers and realized there was only one way out of this dreadful situation. Taking a deep breath, I began to sing the song that the Welves could not hear. Sex bomb, sex bomb, you're my sex bomb. I can shove things up your nose as you turn me on. Sex bomb, sex bomb, you're my sex bomb. I'm a buttered scone. By the repeated rendition, or bad rendition, of Tom Jones's rotten 90s hit, and getting all the words wrong, the elves were sent into throes of pain. Their pedantry meant that they could not hear the lyrics done in an awful, misconstrued fashion. As I was doing, I continued, Sex bomb, sex bomb, you're my sex bomb. I don't know the words, I can't sing this song. Sex bomb, sex bomb, you're my sex bomb, and my middle name is Ron. The effect on the elves, wells, Welsh elves, was unprecedented. They screamed, clutching their pointy ears, before exploding in a spray of disgustingness and then disappearing, like this. Oh, shit! We can't hear Tom Jones done wrong with all the words wrong. It's really fucking up my brain. And I was free. Well, Shoe, who was still present, the evil traitorous druid, knew he was in a tight spot. Oh, bloody hell, a bit of scarper. And he was gone. Bang! Puff of smoke. Bunfrey, with the aid of Tom Jones, had managed to extricate himself from what was a difficult, indeed perilous, situation. Upon returning to the caravan, I chastised Bunny for his cowardice. Now, Bunny... Oh, I'm sorry, Bunfrey. I rather lost it there a bit. You, you did, you know. You're going to have to go on a course or something. You can't be my right-hand man if you keep on scarpering. Yes, terribly sorry. Shall I put the kettle on? Yes, go on. Two sugars and a slice of malt loaf. We did our best to enjoy the rest of the holiday in the caravan. 
There was no sign of the traitorous druid Welsh Shoe, but he was sure to appear in further adventures, as a villain or baddie, perhaps. Tune in next time for another phantasmagoria of occult delights for your delectation when we hit you in the solar plexus with season two of Bumfrey's Occult. Bum 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 b